It was supposed to be a quiet Sunday until all hell broke loose. Embarrassing and greedy quickly started to trend on Twitter alongside the word Super League which told you everything you needed to know. The decision by 12 European clubs to announce a breakaway Super League has been widely condemned by football's governing bodies, its former and current players and most importantly the fans, who all see this move as financially motivated and without any consideration for them. After months of secret, behind closed doors talks 12 clubs, Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juventus, Barcelona, Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid have signed on to be founder members of this new JP Morgan-backed European Super League, ESL, which was announced late Sunday afternoon, one day before UEFA was due to announce a potentially expanded Champions League. The big six in England have signed on to a European Super League much to the dismay of the FA, the Premier League and the British government. FIFA have been quick to condemn the move whilst UEFA has threatened tough sanctions on the clubs involved in their players including banning them from all other league and cup competitions and even stopping players from potentially representing their national teams. Legal action could also be taken against each of the 12 clubs with UEFA seeking significant damages rumored to be around pound 50-60 billion. UEFA have also been supported by the three national federations and leagues that the 12 currently play in, stating that any move of such would result in their eviction from their domestic leagues and cup competitions. But it's the reaction of the former players and the fans that tells the story. Both have been outraged by the news and have rejected the idea of a Super League being a good thing or indeed even for them. Former Manchester United player Gary Neville called the move absolutely disgusting and a decision based solely on greed whilst former Liverpool defender Jamie Carragher called it an embarrassing decision for Liverpool and for those who have come before. Hard to disagree. In a statement released by the new ESL, the founding clubs had agreed to establish a new midweek competition with teams continuing to compete in their respective national leagues. Three further teams would join shortly to make 15 founding teams that would be secured in their places in the league couldn't be removed or relegated, and a further five would join based on performances elsewhere. The hope was that the new league could start as early as next year but the ESL has a lot to do before that becomes reality. The statement went on to say that the global pandemic had accelerated the instability in the existing European football economic model and the conversations with UEFA had failed to answer concerns about the need to provide higher quality matches and additional financial resources for the overall football pyramid. The ESL will apparently help to put the game on a more sustainable footing in the long term. Real Madrid president Florentino Perez has been named as the president of the European Super League and is one of its principal instigators. ESL vice chairman and Manchester United owner Joel Glazer was quoted in saying by bringing together the world's greatest clubs and players to play each other throughout the season, the Super League will open a new chapter for European football, ensuring world-class competition and facilities, and increased financial support for the wider football pyramid. There is a lot to unpack there but underneath it all is the general sense that the owners of these 12 clubs are being motivated by one thing and one thing only, breed. The richest clubs in football simply want more money. Talk of fixing the European game, improving the quality for fans or providing a more financial support to the football pyramid is just smoke and mirrors for what this is really about. These 12 clubs feel entitled to more and because UEFA won't buckle to their demands, they are trying to force their hand. Whether all 12 believe this league will happen is one thing but what's more important is that they have massively overestimated their own hand. Either foolishly or naively, the clubs believe that the fans would be excited about this league and more so that their own domestic leagues, English Premier League, Serie A and La Liga, would be comfortable with this. Neither of which is true. 
What has happened is instead the greedy 12 have landed in a PR nightmare with no one for support and a general feeling from supporters that they don't care about anything other than money. Now facing some difficult conversation, not only with FIFA and UEFA but as well with their national leagues, the European Club Association and the Players Football Association, it's fair to say that the announcement didn't quite go as planned. Former players Rio Ferdinand, Francis Benali and Robbie Savage react to the news about the proposed European Super League. The league may never happen due to a variety of reasons and as suggested earlier, it might never have needed to happen. It could all be a ruse to get UEFA to back down and agree to the changes these 12 clubs wanted as part of a new-look Champions League, more power, preferential treatment such as annual participation regardless of performance and above all else more money. But now having overextended themselves and misread how much power they actually have at the wider footballing table, it might be a harder battle to win. Regardless of how those discussions go or how things pan out over the next few weeks and months, the fans ultimately will have their say or the ability to voice their opinion at the least by turning their backs on the clubs in more than one way. For the instigators of this new league, it's worth noting that it was supporters who helped to build these clubs up to where they are today and that they quite easily tear them apart as well, Super League or no Super League. Share your comments and follow us now on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.